This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damage guild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. 13 to hit? That's a miss. Cast Thunderwave. That was just enough to kill the mage and send him flying off the side of the ship. I rolled a 1 on the Bardic, so hopefully it's a 16. It still misses. Now is the time to Lightning Lord. Pull that archer towards me and then slash him with my axe. I'm going to use a new spell I like to call Mind Sliver. Quaff one of my healing potions, Snake Eyes. I would like to cast another new spell. Hellish rebuke. Green axe and ham. Tokus, you see a momentary flash of blue light erupt from the grate in the floor. Oh my goodness. Natural one? What do you know? It's a natural one. Two hits. Ten and six. That is exactly enough to bring me down. I will breathe the hot, meaty breath of Kavaki onto Aslo and cast <laughs> Cure Wounds. What do you know? Another one. I'm going to Mind Sliver. Eleven psychic damage. He will take one, uh, subtract the 1d4 from his next saving throw. Yeah, I, I just don't want to stand right next to this person. So let me do Mass Healing Word first. That seems like a great, awesome spell. All right, so I can target up to six creatures. Um, each regain HPs, so I will target the three of us. Can you target Oof. Stripey as well? <laughs> yeah, I, t- I tried to target Stripey just in case. <laughs> and we each regain... Um, Let's see, that would be eight hit points. All right. That's a, that's a 24-point life swing. Not that's too shabuffy. Quite good. That should get us through the rest of this. Especially since that's doubled on two of you. Yeah. Well, for maybe not much longer, did we forget to keep track of how long Jay and I have had that? I thought about that a couple turns ago. Actually, that's a good point. Uh, Shabas will be expiring next round. Mm. All right. This is a long fight. Yeah. Yeah, really. We, we don't intend to cheat. It's just, it's a hard th- buff to track. Any, I think any of those buffs that are like, hey, this lasts for, you know, 15 turns. It's like, players aren't thinking that way, are they? I mean, most fights are over within five. So. Right. Hmm. But it's been a long fight. And we've done a lot of, like, repositioning. All right. And then Aslo is going to fly off to the left, to the, toward the port side, and then up and grab onto the rigging again. And kind of try to be out of the way. Does the pilot try to slice him? Uh, no, he, yeah, he's not ready to attack. He doesn't have his weapon drawn, so he can't. Yeah, he doesn't threaten. Okay. See, that, that's what I was asking earlier. I was misunderstanding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He doesn't have his weapon drawn, so he can't make attacks of opportunity. Just, it sounded like you were suggesting that flying away from him would be risky, and I was misunderstanding. I didn't see Yeah, no, he was just saying he didn't want to linger around this guy because he'll take out his knife again. Ah, okay. Yep, exactly. I see, I see. All right, I'm done. Okay, Chavez turn. Okay, now the question is, do I try to shoot the guy who just came down off the rigging, or do I hit the guy who's in on the center, in the center deck, because he's closer to death? Do you shoot either, because... Technically, you're in melee. He's closer to death. Uh, I'm not in melee, because the guy doesn't threaten. So they have to have a weapon equipped in, in order, order to threaten, yes. To give the I'm, disadvantage? I am not threatened, even though I could be standing next to 12 people, and if none of them have weapons, I would not be threatened by them. Okay. So, I'm yeah, I'm going to hit the try and hit the guy who's more wounded. Please just, like, 
hit something, please? Just hit. Please. That's all you have to do. That is a 17. Yes! I finally barely hit something. (sighs) Yes! I finally did something that did something. Uh, And that is going to be a whopping 11 damage. 11 is enough to bring down the soldier. Yes! And then I'm going to Peter Pan straight away from this other dude who hit me earlier and go up in the rigging on the side with Aslo. I'm just getting lots of hilarious visuals in my mind of like, you know, Aslo and I being so small, like hovering and flitting around. And then we have Shaba, who's just like... (laughs) (laughs) Flapping my arms. Just like a whale, just a flying whale man. (laughs) (laughs) Do you do like cartwheels and like... Turns. Yeah, I just I just spread out and like flap my arms and like my belly's hanging out of my my tunic and stuff. <laughs> tunic, just like <laughs> hanging there in midair. Yeah, you got quite the belly from uh, when you ate all that honey. That's right. All right, Tokus, your turn. There's oh, the one soldier do. behind you and the pilot. I think I think I move in on this guy to try to kill him. I would I would appreciate that. I don't I don't touch on the I I, I gently touch down on the stairs instead of walking through the spikes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna move my hex to this guy and try to slice him with my axe. Get your double attack. I rolled a two. That's gonna miss. I'm gonna attack again. Do that. I rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I think that misses too, even if I... Do no. I still have Bardic? I think I used it earlier you, to keep no, my concentration. Bob, he gave you another Bardic. As I give you another Bardic, yes. Okay, let me he do some math his here. last Bardic. Uh, so that would be a four, a plus one. one weapon, plus seven, which would be 11. I mean, even with... I only have an 11 pre-Bardic. Yeah, you'd have to roll a six on your Bardic. Which I could. You could. Hmm... I wouldn't use it, probably. It would be a 3 in 8 chance. It's pretty bad. A 37.5% chance. It's probably not worth spending the... But, like, this fight's almost over, though. Yeah, that's true. YOLO. I rolled a 4. Okay. I don't hit. All right, cool. Still worth the YOLO. All right. You've got to spend the resources, okay? Brian, I'm sorry I discounted your, your advice. Nope, it's true. It's whenever I give a bardic inspiration, it's yours to use as you see fit. It's a gift. It is a gift. It's got to be a hard class to be because, like, you just see Jay and myself and Stripey like waste or fail or <laughs> just absolutely <laughs> wasting bardic inspirations <laughs> left and right. Like suboptimally used. Like if we went through the yeah, whole show, just hangs his head and sighs. No, if we if we went through the whole show. And just, like, thought about, like, di- like, don't we have that one person in our Discord that's, like, really into, like, the calculating rules. all of our different... Yeah. So, like, he- here's the mission. How badly during this campaign have we used Bardic? Yeah, right. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, do another another listen through to the podcast. <laughs> just Bardic inspiration. Just, just to, like, have, like, a tally for, like, success. Didn't remember to use it. Oh, dude, there's so many of those. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sure you've given Bardic, and there's so many times where, like, Jay and I forgot about it. But you know what? Bards are awesome, and we love you, Brian. Well, taking advantage of your two failed attacks, he swiftly counterattacks and critically hits for 13 points of damage. No! Uh, so. <laughs> Six. From Wapa? Yikes. So six. Ugh. Good thing it's halved. There goes, like, all that health that you just healed me for, too, Brian. Oof. Good gracious. Let me just undo all the good that you've ever done for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, please do. Please, go ahead. Aslo? Uh, 
Okay. It's just the one guy left fighting right now. All right, then I will uh, fly down until I can see him, and then uh, give him the old mind sliver. It's such a good cantrip because it's an intelligence, right? Intelligence save, yep. Failed. Oh, so good. I do have another damaging cantrip now, but it's an attack roll, and I realized I'm just not going to even bother <laughs> with these guys because their AC is so good. Uh, that's eight psychic damage. All right. Yes. You can see the mental strain that you're putting on him. Sweet. Then I fly back up. Shaba, take him down. I'm going to pop down, take a pot shot. And uh, I will hit this time. Yeah. On a roll, skis. That's going to be uh, eight damage. All right. He's still up. And then I'll pop back up, of course. Goes without saying. Seeing everything that's been going on, the pilot decides he's had enough. He's just going to draw his dagger and charge it. Tokus. <laughs> <laughs> just leave the wheel and, and off himself. I mean, they're all going to die anyway, so... (laughs) Who says? We didn't say we're going to kill this guy. He draws his dagger, runs over, and dives off the side of the ship. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, we didn't say we were going to harm him. We're just harming all the guys who are attacking us. We were just we were just having a friendly flight through the air to the ship, and they, pro- unprovoked, began attacking mm-hmm. us. We are simply defending ourselves. We're the victims. We're defending our honor. We are the victims. All we wanted to do was come on board, take a flight, chat up the locals, and now this guy assumes that he's in danger because we're defending ourselves? I'm offended <laughs> at that. I cannot believe that he would insinuate such a Preposterous idea. Regardless, he charges at Tokus and stabs you in the back. (laughs) You take two points of damage after your defenses. But who's going to drive the ship? (laughs) And none of you are really attached to the ship right now. You're kind of holding on loosely, but still flying. And you do feel the ship start to turn a little bit. I just realized what that blue flash was earlier. It was the scepter guy teleporting Uh away. Yep. Hmm. Most likely. Yep. Yeah. You know what's funny is that dawned on me about the same time frame, though, as you're saying this, Jay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Earlier, I thought he was using the scepter, but the fact that he never came up to join the fight, I was like, he peaced out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we've got an airship we don't know how to fly. (laughs) We definitely do. We definitely do. That's a bless. All right. Took us. I'm going to try to kill them both. All right. So here we go. I'm going to slice the guy in front of me with my axe. All right. Uh, I rolled a four, but I don't have a bardic. (laughs) I'm going to roll again. I'm going to try to kill the same guy. (laughs) I hit this time. Yes. And I'm going to roll a bunch of deces. All right. So that's one necrotic. That's three on the poison. And then nine. 13 physical. He is so close, but he is still Oh, my goodness. Really? (laughs) That's my turn, guys. That's two attacks. Well, wow. He staggers over to the side to flank and tries to attack. Those are all misses. All four of those rolls. Thank goodness. All four of them? Wow. Well, because of the advantage from flanking. Oh, okay. Uh, It's like this guy has quadratack. (laughs) Quadratack. (laughs) Asla? (laughs) <laughs> like two right. more arms sprout out from his ribs. Quadratech. <laughs> he just a general grievous. I'm Octo Man. <laughs> what? Uh, 
Aslo flies down, mind sliver on the soldier. Mm-hmm. Intelligence save. Um, fails and dies. Yes. Seven damage. Ah. Yes. That's what you get. <laughs> you see his head just sort of. More <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> nosebleed, and then he just crumples, crumples in on the ground. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Can he fall over off the side of the ship? Um, since he's right up against it. Tokus, just give him a little push. Just he falls back and he's like bent halfway over the railing. Tokus, push him over. <laughs> Tokus lifts up his by the boots. Lifts him up by the boots. <laughs> I help just... him the rest of the way <laughs> as a free action. I cast Mage Hand from across the ship. <laughs> yeah. Lift him up. Oh, sweet giblets! Oh, my goodness. So now there's just the pilot left, and he's gone. Just the pilot. Let's see, Aslo, it's time for you to charm this pilot. Charm the helmsman. Mm. We are not going to harm you. This is our airship now. That's a good point. And if <laughs> you fly it for us, then we can be on the same team. But if you want to keep attacking three against one, then we will slay you where you stand. That is a very good point. Um, yeah, and let him know that if he flies the ship, I'll forgive him for stabbing me in the back. But it won't be easy. <laughs> yeah. Because he did succeed with that attack. <laughs> I will forgive you, but it will not be easy. <laughs> Aslo shouts from across, <laughs> across the ship. And he says, look, look around you. Everyone you know and love is dead. <laughs> I'm telling you to lay down your arms and go back and fly the ship for us. What say you? Lay down your arms and use your arms to fly this ship. Never. For the Emperor. Oh, goodness. Oh, boy. The Emperor's dead, you idiot. For your death. You want to die with us? Oh, that's so sweet. I guess I'll fly down and just kind of land on the back uh, ship there, back of the ship. Did anybody take flying airships as a skill? No, sadly. But we can figure it out, right? Uh, we're running out of time. I did take holding a giant wooden wheel steady. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Shabba's turn. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to pop down, uh, take a little shot at this guy. And I will um, insult him as I do so. Uh, yes, that's going to be a 20 to hit. Not a natty, but a 20. And that's max damage. That's going to be 12. And then I say, but right before I fly back up... Oh, he doesn't have a range weapon, but I still... I want to fly back up into the rigging and say, I'll get you. We're going we're gonna to get you. And then I fly back up <laughs> out of sight. Just you wait. Just you wait. So the ship is starting to noticeably tilt, and its movements are becoming somewhat erratic. You've noticed the storm and all of the weird weather stuff is really starting to die down. Okay. But it's there's still some of the lingering effects. Um, but the ship is rattling and kind of listing to the side. And Did he spin the wheel before he walked away? It's just the force of the wind that's starting to drag on it. He wasn't, like, throwing it off course, because then he would probably just get flung off the side. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you hadn't been flying this whole time, he was going to just flip the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, those wizards down below come in and clutch with this, sustaining this fly spell for us, as long as they have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's true. We'll have to thank them when we get back to them, if they're not dead. Right. So he's going to take another stab at Tokus and miss. And that's the end of his turn. So Tokus' turn. 
Okay, I think it's more important that we try to stabilize the ship sooner than later. I agree. Mm-hmm. So Tokus is going to step around this guy, not leaving the five feet. I'm just going to kind of come around. That's true. If there's if there's anyone here who would know how to figure out the engineering of the ship, it's it would be Tokus. you, Tokus. Yeah. All you should have to do is hold the wheel steady, really. Well, there's more here than just the wheel. You can see a few levers and even some foot pedals. Mm. Huh. Okay, foot pedals makes me think Z-axis, maybe, or the acceleration-deceleration of the ship. Does Tokus <laughs> have any rolls he could make to, like, better understand? You get your your gnomish engineering check. I don't know. Make an engineering check. Ingenuity, right? Because this is a machine. Dude, you haven't used this since, like, the very beginning of the <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah, dude. It's finally... You're actually going to be able to use it for something useful. Yeah, what is it? Gnomish. It's amazing. <laughs> is it, like, double your proficiency bonus, or... I don't remember. It's been so long. Uh, yeah. It's, whenever, it's Artificer's Lore, whenever you make a Artificer's lore check related to magic items, alchemical objects, or technological devices. Technological devices. Okay, add, add twice, twice your proficiency. Your proficiency. You know, I'm going to count that here. History is kind of a weird one, but whatever. You can try to figure out how to work this thing. Oop. Okay. Intelligence with double proficiency. Okay. Intelligence double profish. So that would start me off at a uh, 10, right? Sweet. Yep. Oh, yeah. 6 plus 4 is plus 10. 10. <laughs> wow. Well, I rolled a 3. <laughs> Still. Well, right. unfortunately, this is not a simple thing to figure out. So a 13, 13 is not is enough to learn how to pilot an airship. Not enough. Um... <laughs> This isn't the Matrix? Come on. Can I can I still use my bonus action to move my hex to the pilot? Sure. Okay. We don't want to kill you. Why don't you just drive this thing, man? I am willing to sacrifice my life if it means bringing back the Emperor. But, see, that's the thing. You're literally just sacrificing your life for n- no reason at all. We're not threatening you. We're not going to kill you. You're all, all of a sudden just saying you want to die. Why? Did I at least take hold of the wheel and try to start doing stuff, or did Toka spend his turn just, like, looking at it? I don't see why you couldn't grab the wheel. I'd say you could grab the wheel, but you're looking around and you don't have any idea what any of these other things do. Right, and I might be holding the wheel in the wrong position. I don't know which way to turn it or anything, I imagine, right? I mean, this guy is like a fanatic cultist, like they all are, so they're all ready to die for seemingly no reason whatsoever. Hmm. Yeah, but still, it's not even like he's just running into a crowd of, like, soldiers that want to kill him. Like, we're actively saying we're not going to hurt you. <laughs> he's just choosing to take three on one with a knife. Yeah, but you just killed everyone else. Yeah, we told him we're not going to kill him, though. We said we're acting in self-defense. <laughs> and he still chose to initiate combat. Maybe if we can <laughs> dislodge him from his current view. I mean, just convert him to Kavakism, and then he won't do this. <laughs> yeah, within six seconds, you can do that. What I'm saying is that that's not even necessary. It should just be common sense that like, hey, we're not going to hurt you. Like, just keep flying the ship, and we can all land and live through this. Well, all of you are also severely injured, and he can see that. Mm. It's still a three-on-one, and he's got a dagger. <laughs> it still makes no logical sense why he would throw himself <laughs> <laughs> into combat. If he can take out even one of you, he'll be more than happy. Mm. Fair enough. Creepy cultist. I knew I hated you guys. <laughs> Aslo? I do want to try again with him and just say, like, listen, if you fly the ship and help us land safely, then we will uh, let you go back to the cult, and we, the, the cult and we promise we won't tell anyone. You can just go back to being all culty and stuff. Can I make a persuasion check? You can try, but, I mean, even with your impressive charisma, he doesn't seem like he's very likely to be persuaded. Okay. 
I say, we'll let you live. We'll let you go back to being all culty and stuff. Whatever you want to do, just help us land the ship and fly it and whatever. Uh, that would be a 24. I mean, we give me another turn or so at the wheel. I should be able to figure it out. This doesn't make you any less of a cultist. <laughs> you can still have that deep, dark hatred in your soul, even if you help us. You're going to do a lot more good for the cult by living to fight another day than for dying for literally no reason mm. whatsoever. You are <laughs> dying for no reason. No reason at all. You realize that, right? If I had the chance to kill you and instead turn tail and fled back to the cults, they would kill me anyway. Mm. I know that most of the cult knows about us, but would he know about us? He's part of the cult, so probably. Well, I, I don't know how good their communication lines are. They were scanning the skies with sea invisibility. They are aware of all of your shenanigans. Okay, they, yeah. they're aware of the AAA team is what you're saying. So, like, he, he has more motivation to go down with us than just his love for the Emperor. I also got a really high roll on my check, and with modifiers and situational things, I think he's going to keep on fighting. Yeah. You guys take him down. I'll try to fly this thing. All right. I say to the pilot, look, all right, your your choice. Mine's liver. Make an intelligence save. Succeeded. All right. I got a four for the damage. Uh, so he takes... Nothing on a success, right? Nothing. Yeah, on a success. That's true. Yeah. But it's an intelligence saving throw, so it can be very effective. I would like to then move over to the steering wheel and try to help as well. Yeah. That might actually be a better use of your turn, Shaba, instead of shooting this guy. He's not damaging me much. Could you help me? Help you... Do the help action, and then I have benefits on my next check. I, I think we need to say, try to save the ship, and I think this is our last chance. Even if he stabs one of us dead, as long as it's not me, we could still fly this thing. So, I mean, he, yes, he could crit me for 12. It has to be for 12 damage. Yes, he could crit me dead. Yeah, I mean, if I felt like there was a chance of us saving the ship, then I think that would be worth it, but I think... But I think we can. I think there is a chance. You think? If we figure it out. I think we try to save the ship because we lost the scepter, right? We assume he teleported away. This ship is now the precious. Yes. And it hasn't crashed yet. I might have one more chance to check to save it. And I think the help action is really strong for doing ability checks. Right. I was actually going to ask Brian to do it, but he had a different plan and I didn't want to. But you're my last chance, right? You go before I do, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, it's my turn now. Actually, wait, do I still have session inspiration or did I already use it? I think you all used it last time, so... And it's still the same fight. Okay, help action. Isn't it just... Doesn't it just give advantage? Yeah, helping provides yeah. advantage. Advantage on the next ability check, yeah. Yeah, so if All you right. give me advantage, I think we could save the ship. Okay, I'll do that. I fly down next to you. I'm sort of checking it out with you and trying to provide advice, so I use the help action. Yeah, pull that lever. No, push this. No, pull the green lever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that an action, though? Yeah, it's, it is an action. Okay, because I already cast the spell, so I can't actually do that. Right, so I'll have to do that. All right. Yeah, so it's Shabbos too. Okay, so I'll come down uh, next to you, or behind you, and uh, see if I can figure anything out. All right, Shaba, I just, I need your help here. All right. Just help, just listen. Let's just workshop this. I think it's this lever and that. Can you operate those, and I'll operate these? Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll hit <laughs> this uh, switch here and toggle this, this doohickey. 
Thanks, Java. It's more helpful than you realize. I think that that dingle hopper to your left is probably the yaw <laughs> control. Oh, okay. Okay, so <laughs> if we pull that. You know what yaw is? Like, he, he doesn't know the name of the lever, <laughs> but he knows the name yaw for, driving, for piloting a ship. That's great. All right, the pilot keeps on trying to stab it. Tokus and misses. The ship is starting to tilt farther, and since you're all, you all have a pretty clear line of sight towards that opening. Hold on, do you remember if they op- left the door open or closed? It was closed, right? He's still here. It was closed. It was, he was closed. Okay. Oh my Never goodness, mind, he's still here. So, Tokus, want to make your check? Yeah, I do. With advantage, right? Yeah. With the gnomish innovation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With the okay, here we go. This is for all the money. This is a very important role in DGP history. And you have advantage. With advantage, yep. Oh, no. But, oh, yes. So I rolled a 3 and a 19. There you I go. I know everything All there right. is to know about airships. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 29. So, I mean, you can't instantly learn everything about the ship, but you can... You take a moment, calm down, think of it over, and think about what Shaba's telling you, pointing out, like, oh, I saw, you know, this thing underneath the ship or on the side when I was flying by and maybe this is connected here somewhere. Or maybe he was watching the pilot more closely than I did. So, taking all of that into consideration you grab a few levers, adjust them slightly, grab the wheel, recenter it and the ship seems to be beginning to level out. It's <sighs> not on a crash trajectory. It's all still right. rough at the moment as you're trying to fight against all of the turbulence. I guess the the turbulence and, you know, like, regain lift and all that. Yeah, but we're moving away from the storm, right? We're w- moving away from the city, and we're moving very quickly. Yes. We're moving fast, right? So I can't help but have, like, Final Fantasy X vibes where they're, like, doing the big battles against the bosses on the airship. And, like, I just imagine Tokus and Shaba, and, like, we're grabbing all the different levers in the wheel because of the turbulence. And we're trying to, like, steady everything. Is Final Fantasy X the game that's, like, all cutscenes? It was a very story-focused Final Fantasy. Pretty sure that's all the Final Fantasy. Fantasy games. Okay. It has more than the <laughs> yeah. ones before it. but It was more story-focused. But no, it's good, and it's got an interesting twist, actually, that I enjoyed as a child. Ten's one of my favorites. Yeah. Ten was so good, they gave it a second. <laughs> oh, yeah, X2. That's right, Ten-2. Yeah. Aslo. All right. Mind sliver. Intelligence save. <laughs> Passed. Uh, okay. Cool. My turn's over. Okay, Shava? Uh, take a shot. All right. Well, at this point, I think there's probably not any real threat of you losing this fight? Well, I got a 15, if it matters. Uh, that hits. He's probably not as heavily armored, right? Right. Uh, four, six. Okay. So, he is going to go down wailing with his dagger and stuff, but you have control of the ship, and he's not going to deal enough damage if any of his dagger attacks to actually take one of you down at this point. Hmm. So... Just save yourself the trouble and jump overboard, please. Actually, can you just tie yourself up and put, sit in the yeah, corner? Yeah, put yourself out of your misery. <laughs> I think we just call the fight and say that he stabs a few more times ineffectually, and then the three of you manage to overwhelm him and bring him down. Oh, we're going to kill him instead of take him hostage? Uh, yeah. All right. He, he chose his fate. <laughs> I mean, if we could... Hang on, hang on, DM, seriously. If we could take him hostage and tie him up or manacles or whatever we have, I'd rather do that. I mean, like, come on. He's an airship pilot. Yes, he's a cultist, 
but he's an airship pilot. That's mm. true. If the one thing he wants is to die, let's not give it to him. I like that, Tokus. Mm. I love that, actually. That's true. A little bit of a dark <laughs> yeah. twist there. Can we try to restrain him instead? Yes, let's do that. All right, so you knock him unconscious. There we go. Yeah, knocks him out, tie him up. Toss him in the corner. Make him watch my poor piloting skills. <laughs> yeah. And try <laughs> no, not to give please. pointers. It's a fate Exactly. <laughs> like, wait, I should pull this lever? <laughs> After the few rounds that it takes you to do all that, uh, you start to see some smoke coming out from the door at the far end, at the, at the bow of the <sighs> ship. Oh. No. Oh, Raggy. That's what they did. Oh, they lit it on fire. <sighs> <sighs> Uh, yeah. You guys gotta go below deck. So we're out of combat. Okay. We Yeah, we need to figure out what they did downstairs. I saw this flash of light, blue light. That was the guy teleporting away. Yeah, did he, did he, like, did he light it on fire and then teleport away? And then leave, quite possibly. Like, what did they do? Can we go find out? Chaba, can you release your uh, spike growth? Yep, just did. Cool. Okay. So you rush towards the front of the ship, open the door, smoke billows out trying to see through the black into the bowels of the ship. You see the steps leading down, just a few steps, and then there's a small room with short table and stools, and you can see a knocked-over candle that is quickly burning through several important-looking pieces of parchment on top, and those are all emitting a lot of Mm. smoke. The table itself, it looks like it's starting to smoke and burn too, but it's not really on fire yet. But if you let the thing go for much longer, you're going to have a major fire on your hands. All right, we flip the table over and snuff it out. Mm, Good call. Rub it against the floor. So they had documents they needed to get rid of, huh? Seems that way. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what's left once we get the fire put out, see if there's anything legible left on any of the documents. There are also two more stairs leading down behind you on the outer sides of the ship. Mm, We also, yeah, we scour... The below decks just to make sure no one's hiding out down there. Okay. The ship's cargo hold is only dimly lit from the holes in the grate above and from the remains of a magic circle drawn on the floor, Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. glowing a faint blue that is continuing to diminish as you watch. Yep. (sighs) Just as we expected. Handful of crates and barrels in the corners and about a dozen hammocks hung along the walls, but no sign of the caster who fled down here. Ugh. No, he got away. Guys, Why? we were very, very hopeful when we set out in this encounter. I mean, we were hoping to deal a huge blow to the cult, steal an airship, mm-hmm. get the scepter. We still did two out of three. That's, That's true. Yep. True. We should fly back to the town, pick everybody up, and then charge! Go attack the cult headquarters with our airship! You know what this means, Tokus. <laughs> We have an airship, and uh, we're miles away from the city. We could just leave this all behind. <laughs> now, mm. we have to be very careful because... The, Fly off to the Isles the, of the Dawn? Yeah, why don't we just yeah, sail exactly. around the globe until we find the Isles of the Dawn and sail no, 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 down no. there? Brian is thinking the way that I'm thinking, maybe, which is we now have an airship, maybe. That we are starting to learn how to fly. Yes, and before we learn how to fly it properly, we do not want to pull a Yui and fly back into the storm. Oh yeah, we shouldn't do that. But but I was merely saying, like, here's here's the problem. In every RPG ever where you get like amazing ways to travel, 
all of a sudden the player instead of playing the game the normal way just like flies to all the different vistas and like buys and does all like the best quests and Time like for side quests <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah now we can finally enjoy the world of Grisanth <laughs> with our airship endless side quests <laughs> Exactly. We could even find uh, the towers of Arcanomica now. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd stick out like a sore thumb from a few thousand feet up. Yeah, Tokus gets out his binoculars and starts looking for the towers. <laughs> we make a great point, though. We are um, all very battered and bruised. We should probably not immediately fly back toward the city and try to get back into combat. Yeah. Um, we need to rest, and yet the war, the battle is still going on at the city. What do we do? We should scour the below decks for stowaways, make sure that we're alone, except for the hostage. Yeah, we sort of, I think we did that already. Okay. Yeah, you don't see any people down here. There's no other doors. There is the one door underneath the helm. Yeah, the quarter deck, which usually leads to the captain's quarters. Asla will take a second to scratch out the teleportation circle. There you go. Because, yeah. The remaining light fades immediately as soon as you scratch it. Okay. Let's uh, investigate those doors underneath the quarterdeck. Okay. Okay. Real quick. So you open up that door. Uh, As you pull it open, you feel an intense thrum of energy wash over you, sending shivers up your spine. Ah. Inside, the room is dominated by a large orb of what appears to be glass, some three feet in diameter, which is glowing with a strong blue light. Whoa. Whoa. The orb rests atop an intricate metal framework, securing it to the floor. Surrounding the orb is a series of small glowing crystals set into slots in the framework. Wait, the crystals? Two large oh chests goodness. rest against the back wall. The room is otherwise empty. Are they obsidian crystals? Yeah, do we recognize those crystals? No, they're not obsidian. They're some other kind of crystal glowing with a similar blue light. Whoa. Okay, so these are the, these are what's powering the ship. We can only surmise. This is the engine. Uh, we go crack open those chests. All right. One of them you see a whole bunch of these crystals all glowing, and the other one you see those crystals, but they're like sooty black. Ah, okay. ah so fuel. they're like a little battery that's fuel for the uh, for the ship. Yes, yeah, so we don't have infinite flight. Right. Do any of this, the crystals around the current engine, are any of them blackened? No, but some of them are dimmer than others. Okay. So maybe while we rest, we should land the ship and like power it off well maybe we shouldn't do that because we don't if there's magic involved to turn it on and off and we don't know the incantation how to (laughs) turn it back on again. well i mean would we even be able to swap the crystals in and out i I guess tokus would need to do more of his gnomish thing to learn about how the engine works too right and can we swap crystals or do we need to know spells and keywords and stuff to like power it down power it back on there's there's a lot that we don't know and I don't I'm worried. Yeah. I mean given that that we are a PG rated show, a family show, I don't know what links we can go to with the pilot to learn se- such things, but I doubt he's going to tell us very freely. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we didn't kill him. Mm, yeah. But maybe we can hand wave some of that <laughs> if, if we need to. Yeah, well, let's just say that we ask him very very, very persuasively, <laughs> very persuasively. Yeah. Did you want to check for any papers that might remain too while you're at it? Yeah, I mean, we'll search the whole below decks. We'll find whatever we can of significance. We'll scour. Yep. At this point, most of the parchments have been burned beyond usefulness. There are some scraps that you can still read that seem to be discussing their attack plan, but not Mm. enough of the details remain to piece together anything that you haven't already witnessed. 
Mm. A couple of pieces did survive mostly intact. There's an elevation map of the western half of Ilthrod. That would be helpful if you had airships. Yeah. And there was one other piece that was not in the fire at all, off to the side on the table, that shows a diagram of the orb apparatus with directions. Oh, that's oh. very helpful. Whoa. Detailing how to go about changing out the crystals. All right. Oh, nice. That's very nice. Very how cool. nice of him not to burn that one. <laughs> well, you're not sure if it was burnt intentionally or if the candle just fell over when the ship was careening all over the place. Um, that's a good point. Oh, that's true. It would make sense, though, that he would try to destroy evidence before teleporting off, but maybe not. Maybe he had more faith in his combatants to actually take us out. Maybe he didn't try to sabotage. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know. That's a good point, Thane. Yeah, maybe the candle just fell over when the ship started listing. Because that would make sense if, like, the fi- like I, f- I feel like if he lit it on fire when he teleported, that was towards the beginning of the fight or where we were at in the fight. So, yeah, maybe it was a candle falling over. Yeah. I feel like it was more toward the end of the fight when he maybe realized that... You know what? Let's capture him and ask him later. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen. There we, go. <laughs> we did it. We have an airship, and we know how to swap the crystals. Dude, wow. we have an airship. But uh, we need to rest. Uh, the next question is, do we know how to land it? We uh, No, the answer to that is no. The, the next next question is, is it capable of space flight? <laughs> <laughs> we switch over to D&D in space. <laughs> Spelljammer time. D&D in space. As much as I would like to do a Spelljammer campaign, this is not that. Uh, not that kind of ship. <laughs> um, okay, so that begs the question. <laughs> is it capable of interstellar travel? <laughs> yeah, can it do time travel? Um, we could do interdimensional travel if we find a big enough portal. Yeah, right. So this this all begs the question, what do we do next? Do we turn around and fly back to the city to try to help with the battle? Do we try to land somewhere to rest? Or do we just, because we're not sure if we'll be able to turn it off and back on again, do we just make a beeline for the cultist hideout and just rest on the way? That was a thought that I had, head toward the, the caldera. Um, but also... There's also stripey. There's, there's stripey. Ooh, stripey. We know that we cannot hope to fly back into the storm if the storm is still over the city. Storm is slowly dying out. I mean, it's still going to be rough because you barely know how to fly this thing at all. The thing is, so we have an airship. Where do we go with it? I'm, I tend to vote Isles of the Dawn slash Towers of Arcanomica. <laughs> TBH, if I'm being yeah. completely honest. Straight into retirement. Break out the 401ks. But, like, wouldn't Shaba's character drive be, like, once Togus figures out how to drive it, wouldn't you want me to turn around and go to where Stripey cratered? Yes. 100%. I'm talking about after that. I'm talking about after we go back. I mean, going back and get getting Stripey is... Okay, so we're going to go back to Stripey after the storm dies down? Yes. Yeah, take a little bit more time, learn how to steer it. Yeah, you figure out how to slow down the ship a little bit, and you carefully maneuver it around so that... You can handle moving it as long as you're not doing anything too advanced, you think. You're still not sure about how well you'll be able to land, but you think you could at least set it down on the ground without smashing it? Oh, that's good. Are we able to tell that whether it has to maintain a certain amount of velocity, or can we slow it down enough to even like come to a standstill because of the blimp? Yeah. And it just hovers? That's a good question. You think it could probably slow down either to a stop or almost to a stop. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Okay. Well, first thing we got to do is get all these dead bodies off the deck. Can we just throw them overboard? 
into the countryside. <laughs> Could we loot the bodies and then throw them off? Oh, yeah. That's a good yeah, idea. That's, that's a good idea. <laughs> Shabba's already thrown like three off the side. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, huh. crap. Sorry, guys. They're in half plate. Super valuable. Yeah. So, like, one of the bodies is a wizard body. Yeah, we've got a, yeah. we got a wizard body. And, uh, and we've got a, a place to store them, too, on wings. Right? That is the negative of the awesome that is blowing enemies off the side. It was totally the right tacticum, but we don't get to loot the bodies as easily. Yeah. We true. scour the wilderness <laughs> looking for the bodies. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got one mage and five soldiers. Oh, we also take all the stuff from the pilot. Yeah, we take all his stuff. Yeah, you can't have you can't have that dagger anymore. This is why you don't get to have nice things. They've got <laughs> the basic standard issue equipment. There's a handful of coins and some like, snacks as rations, but they're not carrying anything particularly valuable on them. Hmm. Even the wizard? Really? He's got to have something. Scroll of I win D&D or Wish or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a scroll of Stop the Cult's Evil Plan. Not on him. <laughs> nah, he would have used it if he had one. You're right? Man. Yeah. <laughs> so I can give you the coins at least. Sure. Okay. Got to get that party gold. Yeah, among all of them you find 27 gold... 123 silver and let's save 19 copper. All right. Sweet. And we have enough armor and weapons to outfit a small band of guardsmen that we need to hire to man the airship, right? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, is this type of ship totally flyable just from this contraption or do you still need people to like do ship stuff with like the Sails. I mean, you don't have sails to unfurl, so I imagine it's a little less maintenance than a sailing ship. There is a sail in the f- on the front mast. Oh, okay. There was a small sail there. Okay, we're going to hire one person, and I know exactly <laughs> who it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Let's say it on three. One, two, three. Nim- Nibrin. Nibrin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go let's go hire Nibrin. Nibrin, you're gonna be our first mate. Dude, we're probably yeah. over uh where was it, Knighton, where Nibrin lives? We're probably over Knighton by now. You're not traveling quite that fast. <laughs> oh, well we're almost there. I bet. <laughs> so Tokus learns how to like hover it or slow it down, and then we'll drop a rope, the rope ladder. Nibrin, come on! We're going on an adventure! <laughs> Yeah, it's like we send, like, Aslo or Shava down, and you're like, come with me. <laughs> hanging off the end of the rope ladder. Yeah, as the ship floats by, we're just hanging from the rope with one arm extended, and Nibrin just grabs on, and then we just pull him up as the ship flies away. Exactly. <laughs> come with me, Nibrin. We'll take you to a life of adventure. Nibrin, leave your mediocre existence. <laughs> he just, just willingly like, drops everything. He doesn't, he doesn't have anybody he needs to tell where he's going, either. He's perfect. Like down the main street of the town, like like one of us just descended on a rope. As people start throwing open their doors and stepping out. You're like your feet are dragging. Nibrin, finally he's made it. <laughs> goodbye, Nibrin, goodbye. <laughs> I always knew you would be a success. Farewell. <laughs> I always knew things would turn around for you. It's very like Willy Wonka, like you have a top hat and you're just like <laughs> Yeah, I throw I throw candy chocolate bars as I as I fly by to the townspeople. Uh, that's the greatest. <laughs> what a beautiful moment. I'm glad we did that, you guys. That would be the greatest thing that's ever happened in the history of this world. Hey Nibrin, how's it going, buddy? 
Glad to see you. Can we actually go <laughs> grab Nibrin, like seriously? <clears throat> we should. I think we have more pressing matters to tend to. Yeah, we do. That was a fun head cam. <laughs> All right. So you have the ship. You've kind of learned how to steer it, and you're moving back to where Stripey fell. Uh, we're we're going to have Tokus practice like turning a little bit, and then maybe try to pull like a Yui, maybe like a wa- super super wide arc of a Yui, even if it takes like half a mile to go around. And then we'll survey the city, see if the storm's still there, and judge based on that. We'll maybe start moving back toward it if we can, and then slow down as much as we need to until it dies off. Where I'm at with this as well, Jay, I like that strategy. We're trying to figure out if Stripey did or didn't die. Which is going to be needle in a haystack. Um, so, Oh no, you have like a, doesn't, don't you, as an unarmed dark... Like, yeah, don't you have, like, a thing with your companion? I did say you, as he fell, you kind of watched him fall and smash through town into the trees. So he was, it was still inside the town's borders, outside the wall. Right. Which is why I said needle in a haystack, because I feel like it's going to be impossible to actually find him in that huge city. You saw where he went down. You're familiar enough with the city. You've lived here for a year or more, so you could search around a small neighborhood and find him. Okay. It's just so big, I figured it would be hard. So do we park the airship and Shaba gets off? That's the other part, logistically. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? We can land it in the city, I imagine. Oh, okay. Sure. So we head back to the city. Can we short rest on our way back? Uh, it's an hour, and it, you haven't been flying out for an hour. Oh, we haven't? Okay. It just felt like an hour because the combat was like four hours long. <laughs> <laughs> There's stuff we can do now that we're out of combat, right? If you're willing to wait an hour, I would say everyone except for Tokus could get a short rest as he's learning to pilot the ship and maintain it. Yeah, so I'll practice for an hour, you guys rest up, and then we're going to head back to the city. Because we're not not combat effective in our current state. At least a short rest would give us basic... Hit points? Yeah, yeah, you guys could... I wouldn't be able to use my hit points. What I my hit die? I'll be fine. You guys, you guys rest up. I got this. <laughs> I look with scorn at the pilot guy that's tied up, and I'm like, if only he would just fly the ship. I could rest right now. <laughs> All right, so we'll take a short rest, get some HP back. So you kind of fly away from the city so that he has plenty of space to maneuver, and then once you're all rested up, you head back. And by the time you get there, you don't see the storm. You don't see the two other airships that flew in. You can see a lot of smoke still rising from the city. However, uh, the orcish army is grouped outside the south wall rather than inside the city. And there aren't as many of them, but you're not sure if that's because some of them are inside or if that many got killed. You can also see ships coming in from the bay side. Regular sailing ships? Sailing ships, yeah, and they're just kind of positioned out in the bay right now. Like a blockade. Do we see any markings or flags on the ship? Colors that would signify who they belong to? Black sails. Black sails. Black sails. Mm. Can only mean one thing. Pirates. Pirates. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking too. (laughs) Seeing that there's not any imminent danger around where you think Stripey landed, you try to set the ship down or bring it closer? Um, I don't know if we should fly over the city because won't they think we're the cult and attack us? Yeah, let's touch down not near the orcs either. I will knit a large flag with the uh, <laughs> with the insignia of Ormog on it and we will fly that flag. 
from our mast. Can we also fly a plain white flag as well? That's a good. That's a better idea. We'll just get a sheet off the captain's bed and uh, <laughs> fly it out. Yeah, you can find a decent sheet that would work. Okay, so we'll fly a peace flag. Do we think that Stripey fell within the city walls? Not inside the walls. He's outside the walls, but in the you know, the expanded town past that. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, in my hour of practice, and you guys fetched for me the manual, well, that just described the engine. It didn't describe the ship driving apparatus, right. did it? Okay. Have I figured out how to slow it down? Yeah, you've got a pretty good handle on it. You're still not sure if you can land successfully since you haven't tried that part. Hmm. Could I try to land it now that I have access to, like, Brian's help action? I say maybe try to uh, descend, try to lower altitude, and we just remain hovering, and then rope off the ship. Mm. But mechanically, there's nothing stopping, like, a help action and or a bardic, and I could just try to land the ship, right? But mechanically, you could destroy the ship if it goes badly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you might as well hover. All right, all right, all right. We're not confident in Tokus's ability to land this thing. I'll just hover. Yes. Mechanically, exactly. a ship with a curved uh, hull does not have a way to land safely. Yeah. How do they? If, how do they <laughs> land these things? I they guess probably they have just... it in like a like a cradle or something. Do they? Well, do do airships? Do the? Does this model of airship like to sit in water? When it's not in use, we do does it have a that. curved hull? Because if it's got a curved hull, that would I would assume that it's. We'll go down inside the uh, the below decks and see if there's like a layer of tar across the inside of the. Yeah, can you guys check to see if it's water retardant? The board's resilient. It's not as rounded as you would think, or not as peaked as you would think on this sort of thing. But mm-hmm. it would still be tricky to try to get it to actually stay upright if you landed it. So it's not designed for water. Well, we we don't know that. We don't. We know it's not designed to land. What on is it designed land? for? Like a giant pillow? Like what? <laughs> what we landed on? I mean, we we could go down and smell tar. Like I mean. The ships are waterproofed if they're for water. Like, the, it's not just boards. What if I just, like, find a nice set of trees? <laughs> just nestle <laughs> yeah, into the trees. Just nestle, yeah. Is there, like, a forest? I mean, we should be able to tell by looking at the bottom of the ship whether, from the inside, whether it's waterproofed. Yeah. We smell the bottom. It has some caulking in it, but looks like that's possibly more just to, like, hold the boards together rather than to really waterproof it. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. We hover. Yes. We don't take any un- unnecessary risks. Bring it down, hover, use a rope. Shaba, I'm only doing this for you. Get in and then get back to the ship. <laughs> okay? We don't need him anyway. We're better well, we're better off without him. I think mechanically that is false. <laughs> Since we're being mechanical about things, I think that's patently false. <laughs> uh, I'm going to descend a rope and look for Stripey. All right. You definitely draw a lot of attention. <laughs> land in, like I land in like a farmer's pig pen. Pig squealing and the farmer looks up from the feed trough and he's like... There actually, I mean, there aren't really people out of the zip walls anymore. So you're attracting attention from guards on the walls, but you're farther mm. out, so they're not going to be able to shoot you if, if they want to. So yeah, you sit down and search around trying to find the tree that Stripey hit. Takes you a few minutes, but eventually you see the telltale streak of earth. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh-oh. And I thought that only happened in Dragon Ball Z, but I guess if you're falling fast <laughs> enough like he was, moving at such a speed. And you come to the tree and find Stripey's 
lifeless body crumpled at its side. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. The stripes. Dude, I can't believe Stripey. it. Oh, I do like an Adrian and I say, it's all his fault. Felmendar, how could you do this to me? I pick him up and what's left of him and cradle him in my arms and break down and sob for like 15 minutes. <laughs> no, like at least 17 minutes. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, 17 is good. Yeah, let's do 17. <laughs> We're laughing because of the faces that Jay's making. <laughs> not at the not at the death of his friend. Just a note. Are you sure Tokus isn't laughing at the death of his friend? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, to- so Sean isn't laughing. Tokus is up on the ship lighting fireworks. <laughs> Ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> yeah, this was Tokus's campaign villain. <laughs> ever since your, he smashed your story arc uh, is complete. Yeah, ever since he smashed my Clockwork Cthulhu, like at the very beginning of the campaign, Tokus has been waiting for this moment. No. Wow, I can't believe it actually <sighs> happened. Stripey. Yeah, we have an actual party member death. Ooh. Wow. How did it happen, Thane? You got to level with me. How did it happen? Did he did he roll a natural one? Did he fail all his death saves? Did he... he failed his first save, he succeeded on his second, and then he rolled a natural one and was gone. Oh, oh wow. Oh, wow. And then he was gone, and that was it. And he was gone. Poor Stripey. And you weren't there to see him take his last breath, Shabba. The last moment was you seeing him streaking like a comet out of the sky. (laughs) (sighs) You did watch him fall, right? Oh, yeah. Yep, we were all there. I bring him back up uh, on the ship, and I get out a big shovel, and I begin digging (laughs) into uh, the ship hole for his... Into the bottom of the ship for his burial. <laughs> Things are so different in Goliath culture, man. <laughs> there's anywhere he'd want to be, it would be falling again through the hole in the bottom of the ship. <laughs> As he gets laid to rest. Isn't there a better place for you to lay your friend to rest? Like, what if you took him back to No, Tokus, I don't think there is. I think this is the place right here. <laughs> Right here where he so nearly was when he died, but wasn't. No, I'm just, I'm just, what little I know about Shaba, I feel like you would want to bury him in the homeland, like the motherland. Yes, he needs to, we need to bring him to the Verdant Ridge. It's where he, it's where I met him and where he would want to be. And we, we could pay Thakken a visit. Mm. Thakken would want to know that he's dead too, because he healed, healed you. Yeah, if only I could find my tribe, then things would be different, wouldn't they? Well, does Thakken, is he also nomadic? The whole tribe is. Yeah. Because he's old, right? Thakken moves with the tribe. Well, we have an airship. What better way to locate a nomadic tribe? That's true. Now that we have an airship, maybe we'd be more easily able to find them. I would be content because I, dude, I'm out for like the next two days, right? That's how long it takes mm-hmm. for Tokus to get better again. Yeah. You're going to have to give us some pointers. Like, no, no, seriously, this matters a lot. I will be a terrible pilot. Well, doesn't that isn't that what the first level of disadvantage? Yeah, it's like brings? disadvantage on all ability checks. That's exhausting. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I am the worst pilot for the next two days. True, <laughs> true. Which is very relevant. So maybe we shouldn't fly at all. Yeah, maybe we should bring her down in like some wilderness area and hover like 
a certain distance above the ground and tether her to some trees. Mm. Yeah, we should try to do whatever we can to basically land the plane. The engine documentation does also describe how to shut the engine off, so you can at least conserve fuel. Uh, oh, that's cool. Okay, um, could we get? Could we hover like really close to the ground and then shut off the engine? You could try that. Yeah. Do we think that she'll stay afloat if we do that? Like the engine, I would imagine is dr- is drive, and the the gas bag is for buoyancy. Oh, hmm. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, it's a, it's a hot air balloon too. Yeah. Um, also, we're gonna need to name the ship and paint the name on the side. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the HMS Stripey. Wait, we're not naming the ship Stripey. <laughs> His Majesty's ship Stripey. <laughs> that is very fitting. <laughs> I I chose that name, Tokus, because I knew you'd hate it. I do hate it. Could 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 it be silent? Could it be like the SS and one of the S's stands for Stripey? <laughs> the mm. SS something else. Yes. Yeah. The SS something else. Yeah. That's that's a good compromise. So Stripey's ship, and then the name of the ship. Yeah, and I'll just never say the full name, but you can. We we could call it the SS Death to All Cultists. What about the SS Ormog? We could get some points with. Uh... The, oh, how about this? We paint it right along the side. The SS, the Emperor's dead. Get over it. <laughs> the SS Cult Killer. The SS something. The Cult yeah. Slayer. We'll think of a name. It'll come to us. Yeah, we got to workshop it a little bit. Yeah, we'll come up with the perfect name soon. Let's take about a month or so to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Guys, we are in possession Dude, of an Of the most powerful, ship. most unaffordable Like, you can't You can't afford this No They did keep, like, the, the title to the airship on the airship, right? So, like, now we, we are legally <laughs> yeah, we in have ownership the of the airship Right Yeah The airship title That's what you do, right? You keep your title to your car inside your car? Oh, definitely, in the glove box yeah, the So that way, that. if anybody steals it, then they've got the title, too Yeah, exactly Just convenience, really just science. Just courteous. Common courtesy. I, mean, I feel like as long as the cult still lives, we could keep the ship, right? We don't need to turn it into any of the world governments yet, right? The authorities. Mm-hmm. Let's let's stay uh, techno techno. Yeah, let's stay buccaneer or what do you call this? The privateer. guys. Who, oh, privateer. Pri- let's let's privateer for as long as possible. Yeah. Following in Captain Clapton's footsteps. Mm. That's right. Peg leg steps. <gasps> oh my god! Oh, yes, <laughs> Captain, dude, Clapton. Nivren, Olaf, Captain Cl- Olaf can be like the Long John Silvers, the cook. <laughs> Captain Clapton. <laughs> Dude, we've got a full crew. We just got to round them up. And Greth. We got to go get Greth. Greth actually knows ships. Yes. This entire time, we've had these disparate individuals from Mm -hmm. all of our travels and experiences. (laughs) All of them have one thing in common. They belong on an airship with us. Yes. Thane was setting this up the entire campaign. Yeah. Plot twist. Yeah. All these different characters make sense on an airship. Oh, my goodness. Actually, the whole time... This was a steampunk campaign. <laughs> we didn't know it. Oh, man. Thane, you genius. This is amazing. Oh, man. Wow. Yep. Brilliant. Well, that's the plan. Yeah. Join us next time on The Damage Guild. <laughs> the Damage Guild. In the clouds. And we're not calling it the SS Stripey. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh,